Okay, take a look at page 3B, which is what we're up to. Okay, we're discussing the Takana of the uh, laundry on Thursday versus Arab Shabbos. It's our last discussion. And we're going to focus uh, now on the baking of the challah. Before we get to that, let me just show you a recap in the Mishabura. Page 3b, look at the first bracket in the Mishabura, Love and Baribis. We saw that in the Magad of Ram. Love and Baribis, the Sarah, the Shabbos, the Mitzvah, the Hainamein, the Yehudi, the Yisrael, the Derech Heter, like a Heter Isker. Shorcholo, the Barmeichel, this is the other Makar we saw in the Chabaz Yarm, the Berhete. Shorcholo, the Barmeichel, the Shabbos, the Yachan, the Chol. It says there in Hoch's Perm that the Ani can take the money and use it for something different than it was originally given for. After Gavul, it's not a Perm. Even though they did it for Perm, he can switch it. And there it's a Machlekes. The Sefer Chesidim is obviously going with the Shittas that you can't switch it. And then we said, even in the Sefer Chesidim, if it's clear he's not Makhbed, then it would be Mutu. You can take one more table, put it in the back. You're running out of, uh, take another table from the, uh, something to lean on. Sif Katan Hay. Mibnei. If you look back in the, uh, in the uh, Machaber, this is called the Lodji Takana. On top of the Machaber, the Takana Zezer. Should be wearing the same things Shabbos in and Shabbos out. So it's not first in laundry clothing for Shabbos. In America, I think it's pretty standard anyway. And uh, I was having a discussion with. Uh, some of our uh, team members about the old country and how difficult uh, laundry was. And uh, what did you tell me? You had to dedicate a whole person to working at like uh, 12 hours a day. What? In a big, in a big house, it was a more than 24-hour project to do laundry for a house. Okay. So, so there you are. So today, uh, say what you want about our washing machines. Uh, you have to fold, you have to do, you have to transfer, but it's not a 24-hour job. And you don't have to be standing there well, doing you, it with your own cushions. You right. have to slap wet clothing back into the house. And that's heavy. That's very heavy. Then you have to yeah. then you have to boil. Yeah, that's an important point. They didn't have plumbing. Just uh, remind the Americans we, you always have to go to the river. I mean you could take pails to the river and make a bed tub, but it was it was Those who that wasn't the way to go. for the water to be brought into the house. Right. So everybody went to the river basically. Uh-huh. And then they shut the fire. And what happens if you were landlocked, you didn't live near a river? Nobody there. Nobody. You could not be landlocked. That's why all the cities are built on rivers. Transportation, everything. Trading, everything. Uh-huh. Everything. What is it? What if you live in a village? Uh, yeah, not everybody lives right next to the river. If you live in a small village, there has to be a stream, there has to be a source uh, of running water nearby. That's why we have Lake Suzanne. I was always uh, saying that's why it's right here in Muncie, New York. We have a laundry. So anyway, it was a tremendous, it was a tremendous update. That's the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, so you have to have fresh laundry clothing. We were discussing Thursday, Friday. The point is, you can't just. Come into the Rosh Arab Shabbos and say, ah, I wore the shirt today, I'll wear it tomorrow also. Got to have freshly laundered stuff for Shabbos, which I think comes natural for most people. 
Um, then we saw, actually we didn't even see this in the Mogan of Ram yet, so I'm not going to go to the next part of the Mishaburu yet. Go to the Bir Alocha. I don't remember if we saw, you know, let, let's see, did I show you all of, um, I don't think we did the Mogan of Ram aside. Take a look in Shofar for a moment. I don't think we saw the whole Mogan of Ram yet. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, because we, we just finished Gimel on the laundry for covered shops. Take a look. Page Reishvav in your Shofanar. Don't have the comments already. Let's read the Ramah first. Agav. Second line. Nayagin v'alesh g'day shir chala v'bayis is to bake chala and to bake a lot of it. The shir chala. 42 bayim. Approximately between three and five and a half pounds of flour. Flour is come in nice five pound bags. That's almost come out yet to the Chazanish here. And uh, the minig is to bake a lot. We'll see for two reasons. One is, I think Shabbos, it's fresher. The other one is to put yourself on a matzah where you can be a mafresh because the tikkun of the chet of Chava, she was machaba, the nair of the Elam, and she uh, ruined the chalosa shalolam. These are very deep concepts. So she should be mafresh to be uh, a that. Uh, and they did this at home, the bias, as opposed to buying it. Last Mehem Lacham, the Sayyid Lab Shabbos, the Yantif. Not only Shabbos, but also Yantif, the Hum, the Shabbos, the Yantif, the Ain, the Shabbos. And once you keep them in it, yes. But, but the fact that you're separating, how does that become covered Shabbos? No. Covered Shabbos is the fresh challah. The, the baking enough, if you had a small family, you wouldn't need five and a half pounds. So there's an Indian to try to have without doing baltashes. To try to adapt to put it in a matzah where you're having a lot uh, in order to do after Shabbos. You can't, you can't. There's still the first thing you need to cover Shabbos. So the, first, the fact that Shabbos is what was during the baking that much challah, no. you to separate that doesn't... I mean, doesn't I, I'm sure you can tie it in. The chayt challah was there in Shabbos. Uh, I'm sure you can tie it in if you work hard. But the first Shabbos, there are two different things going on over here. One is the baked challah and cover Shabbos. The other one is, once you're doing it, to try to be mafresh on a shear with a bracha. Now, if you're not making a bracha, there's still need to be mafresh. You can be mafresh on two and a half pounds. You don't make a bracha, you're still doing some hafrasha. Two and a half pounds, you don't do anything at all. Probably uh, three pounds you start doing, and maybe when it gets close to the four and, four and a half, five, you make with a bracha, depending who you ask. Uh, but there's an Indian to do it. We're going to discuss at length how strong the Indian is. Make sure we finish the sugi before you start talking to your wife. This is going to be a big deal. We have a lot of good bakeries here in Muncie. Yesha Katsu. mixes. Some communities had a bit of deep molisa, shakarim pashtida, which we call kugel. It's the original kugel was like a, um, it's, it's really more like our, uh, what do they call them? We have dough, like a quiche. A quiche is another name for it also. You have dough on top and bottom. What? Pierogi, yeah. What language is that? That wasn't as a friend to either. That's also a good word. Wait, was that a Russian word? It's a Russian word? That's what we got? Okay, that was their contribution to society. Okay. Um, what do you call it? We have... Uh, Grapluch is the third word. What language is that? I'm just, I'm just curious. I always like the etymology of it. Yiddish? Not the uh, Russian Yiddish? Okay. So, something covered on both sides. So, the way we're making that in Kugel is if you have a hard crust on the outside, top and bottom, and then you have the soft part on the inside, so that's Makayim, this minig, 
which had Zeich Lamon, which was covered on top and the bottom with Tom. The problem is that a lot of our kugels don't have that. As a matter of fact, your standard potato kugel today is not really Makayim Dismitic, because it maybe has a pretty hard Kanish, is what I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, that's American. I'm sure it's not American either, but that's what I was referring to. Uh, yeah, Kanish, a potato fish with the stuff inside. So our potato kugel is not like a potato fish because it doesn't have a bottom. It has a top, and even that you have to use an imagination. Because if you, it's not well done, it's not a very separate top either. But a bottom is mamish. Like, that's usually the most raw part of the potato bowl. So, it's not really a key to that. It tastes good, and you know what? In Russia and in Europe, anything can make a potato is five different ways. <laughs> Saved your money. So it doesn't shock me we have a potato kugel. But Lamaisa, what he's referring to is dafka, aminik, zeichel, aman, top and bottom. Same meaning we have, we have the challah. Challah should be covered on top. The challah cover on the bottom of the challah board, tablecloth. And it's also uh, zeichel, aman. So the Yashami Kogol is a little bit, sometimes a little more of a crust on both sides. But he's referring more to a Kanish. That was the original Minig. Interestingly enough, he quotes the Minig. Let's start again. Yesh Katsar Shem mixes Makamas Nagalach and Melissa Shakar Pashtida. Below Shabbos Ech Lamanchi Makus Lamala U Lamata. Below Reisi Lachosh Lazat. My mom has some comments that I haven't really seen this Minig much in Poland in a cracker. Today, if you ask a good Polish Yid, uh, have Shabbos not Kogol, Look at you like you're out of your mind. Uh, what? It's not the Kugel, right? Okay. But, uh, but it's, the Ramah says he never, you know, the meaning wasn't prevalent in his area. Yeah. Kugel is not. Um, okay, that's hence the Kanish. Okay. Okay. I've just tried. They, they, they say that's where Kugel came from. I guess we're not doing it right. Yeah. You hear the mitzvah of? <laughs> What's that? I've heard of it. What's it made out of? <laughs> yeah, I got one time from your house. I got one of those. Now I remember. That's what that was? Okay. Uh, so there's meat inside the book. Yeah. Okay. He said it has to have dough. I didn't know it has to have dough. If you're putting it in the same no, 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 it's the same, but not that good. When Paul and Luis spoke about Pashtida, it's obvious they're talking about the dough. Yeah? Yes. Why, why is that? I don't know. What? Because the Sukhis that they're discussing the broken. I mean, it sounds in the, the other Sukhis. Okay. What's your thing that Kiva covered with? What's the outside? Okay, but something claims the original meaning was dough, but okay, but at least at least it's something covered with something else. So at least you're closer. You have to bring some Thursday night. I'll have the, uh... Okay, so um, so just interesting. So everything we eat, everything we do has a makar somewhere. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you don't get it right, but everything has a makar. That's the uh, that's what you see from here. Okay, take a look at the fascinating makar. Sushi doesn't have a makar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can try to find one. Uh, <laughs> that's the, you should know, that's not bad. Because at least the sushi has layers. At least it's something between <laughs> two things. It's like, right, the sushi would be a hit over there. It's the, uh, yeah, it's interesting. The gefilte fish, um, gefilte fish was, some claim gefilte fish became a minig because it was something without burr. Because you have fish with the bones, you get the burr shadows. So it just ground everything up and it saved a lot of money. Most of Mahogany Europe also had a component of saving a lot of money that people just couldn't afford. That's why, what's the great yichas of beer and shonzach? The people darshan up, what the beer represents. Pasha Rashad, beer was a lot cheaper than, than the alternative. 
That's why it became as, as was as was Arbus. Arbus is cheaper than eggs. The reason they give there is a real reason. The Avelis of the the kid who was born forgot his learning, but it's still cheaper than an egg. You can serve a lot more people Arbus than serving eggs to hundred people. So uh, I can imagine that's so otherwise by standard Avelis by Susavar or later. Uh, they serve eggs. They don't serve uh, necessarily arbis. So, with a dish that leaves the fish prepared, you increase the volume by eating. Of course, of course, it's huge. Regular fish, regular fish. Many people have asked me, Kasha, why in the world is gefilte fish akol should be mazenis? It's got a tremendous amount of flour in there. Frozen is not gefilte fish. Okay, whatever. But 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 the answer is what? Rafi, what we say? There's a lot of, do you ever see a white bacon? There's a lot of, maybe just, most people don't make it, they just buy it. There's a lot of dough in there. The answer is, it's all supposed to be a binding agent for the flour, for the, for the fish. So if it's a binding agent, like licorice, if you argue, those who argue on the whole thing, but if you argue that it's charcoal, it holds, there's a lot of dough in it, it's mostly dough. Ooh, there's dough, but, but licorice. But it's still holding together the other stuff. So what's the other stuff over there? Sugar. So China, what's holding together what? That's why some say licorice is bizarre. So China, what the deep book what the metabic over there is. But by gefilte fish, it's gefilte fish. And the main thing is fish, even though the fish might be the minority. So, um, so sometimes that was the reason. Others say, Armaisha says that's not to do with the virus because they were poor. He says the first reason doesn't, wasn't even true. But some say it's, it's both reasons. So we have many, many different types of food that have various uh, scientists behind it. Um, the sushi, I think, would be a myla, perhaps, if you have. The only problem is it's not really anything covered. It just goes around and around and around. It doesn't sitting flat on a plate, nothing's really covered. If you put it right side up. What? what? That's the gingers, That's the gingers for you. You have a big imagination. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how he's down on the Mangan of Ram. This is a very fascinating Mangan of Ram, and we're going to see a lot on this. There are two parts to this um, Mangan of Ram. Last is Ma'am Muhammad. So the Ramah reports that there's an Indian to make challah for Kavit Shabbos, and there's an Indian for... Uh, the Afrashas Chala. Now, the Magravam introduces a third reason why is an Indian to bake your own Chalas. Keep in mind, during the week, they were not baking their own Chalas. They had a couple of bakers in town. They went to their oven. Often, they were not Jewish bakers. And bread was assumed to be kosher. They don't have any ingredients in it. As in some parts of Europe today, just was standard. They have old things. And they still give Ashkacha. But it was, it's assumed, like Italian bread or French bread, things like that. It's assumed to be kosher. Get it with a hash anyway, because you don't know how they're making it. But uh, the recipe hasn't changed for a couple thousand years. So they on um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they went to the baker, and often the baker wasn't Jewish, and he baked it. Which is uh, just to reintroduce the sugya we learned uh, Shabbos afternoon about five years ago. Sugya Pasis from Paspalter. Chazal made a takana, one of the many takanas as a hedge against assimilation, a gzair against chasmus. A bishalakam is that you uh, the quickest way to get to know somebody is to eat together. So they made a gzair of bishalakam, so you can't eat fancy foods, things that are Allah, shulcham, alochem, goyim, and then there'll be uh, a wedge between you, and, and hence a hedge against assimilation, and you won't be able to get too friendly because they can't invite you over, and therefore you won't invite them over because they can't counter-invite, and the hope is that you won't be uh, together that much. That's bishalakam. And there's certain gedarim, it has to be Allah, shulcham, alochem, it has to be something, it's not nechot, moshuchai, but it's a serious, serious issue. Then they made a second takana, a similar one, that you can't eat pas either, pas hakum. That they, when they, one of the rare, rare cases in Chazal, where they made a Thakana, and then after a while they looked and they saw that it was a Gezerish and Tzibi Yechalam and Lama. Now, if you remember when we discussed this, so if you, if you weren't in the Shul, let's recap, uh, you got to be very careful because I've heard a lot of people tell it to me that they're puffed from this, this, and they're up it's a Gezerish and Tzibi Yechalam and I said, How do you know? He said, Well, I have difficulty with it. Many of my friends have difficulty with it. 
That's not a Gzeir Hashem, it's Ibi Yechalamukha. Chazal assessed even the good from Erlecha Yerei Shamayim, who took all the Rabbanon seriously, and they saw that there were many villages who didn't have Jewish bakers, and the village couldn't handle more than one baker because the whole village only had 60, 70 families, and there wasn't enough room for both men, Panasa wise. And and that was the staple. And in Pashuk, they looked around, they saw many people couldn't handle the Gezeira because they would, they would starve. There just wasn't enough pasis for all to go around. Which in America we'll get to in a minute, is, certainly in Muncie in New York, is not the case. Um, so they repealed the Gezeira. So now it's very rare. You have a handful of them. It's Kanazezra, Paspalter, Shemin, there are a handful of them. And um, they repealed the Kanazezra for the same reason. There weren't enough McVos around. And it was the dead of winter. They couldn't always find water. And sometimes it was ice. And it just wasn't always possible to go to the Bigfoot. So, like Tfilah Cesar, it's a good analogy. They didn't, it's clear they didn't completely repeal it. Tfilah Cesar, they completely repealed, but it's still a tremendous thing to do it. The Ramah himself, who says in the Anachazaka that they repealed it, writes in one of his letters that, I never was Mavatal Tfilah Cesar. He's the one who says that the, that the Rabbanon repealed it. So, if they repealed it, so what's the thing? Apparently, there was a reason why they made the Gazer in the first place, they made the Takama, and they're still in it, just they didn't require it. That's one. Now here, by pass, it's a little bit more complicated. Here they repealed it, but they didn't repeal it in Godson, according to some, and leave it in Indian. As a Kiyan, they actually only repealed most of it, but not all of it. And it goes like this. They repealed Pas Palter. Pas Palter is from a public baker, one who's doing it for Parasa, institutionalized. And they did not repeal Pas Balabais, which means if you had an Italian neighbor, and he has this recipe from his mother back from the good old country in Milan, wherever he's from, and he wants to invite you over, that's still trade me to Alvano. They didn't repeal, there's no reason to repeal it. The whole reason is they lived in a village that needed the public baker to be able to furnish them with their daily bread. They don't want the neighbor who's Italian inviting them over. That didn't repeal. And then, even on the paspalter, the regular professional baker, there's a fair amount of machalikas in the paiskin, machalikas in the whether they repealed it when pasi is available. Machaber says if pasi is available, you can't eat paspalter. I mean, it's just if you can get your hands on pasi soil, which most from communities have in abundance, you can't eat pas at all. That means no Arnold's, and pasis it goes on cookies and cake also, so no entomins, and no, um, uh, I don't know, it's a long list, you know what they are. And uh, if it's readily available, you should get it. There are more paskids, and he says they repealed that part completely, and you can buy whatever you want, but you can't just do it at the person level of the neighbor. Interestingly enough, in the Ramah, the shah was an Ashkenazi, says, sort of makes a pshara, sort of leans toward the machaber, and he says that if it's readily available, but really readily available, it's convenient, and it's basically the same quality, basically the same price, you should dafka go out of your way to buy pasis roll. My argument, if you remember from that shir, was that if you're living in the New York area, you're living in Brooklyn, in the five towns, in, the, in Muncie, and um, I assume in North Jersey, many places, uh, it's extremely available, uh, okay, I know you're going to debate me on this part, but the quality is pretty much the same in most things. Um, certainly in the cake and cookie department, every nash and chazarai you can get um, in the chazarai department, uh, you can get in the Hamish department. Uh, and uh, you'll say it's not as good, okay, sometimes it is, sometimes it is, but more or less, cockroach cake, I think we know how to do better. One second, one second, he's arguing already. One second. And they even have a Hamish Stella Doro cookie. 
you'll argue it is better, it's not the same. They have Cheerios and a whole lot of cereals. So some people have told me they like the Hamish Cheerios better. Sometimes they tell me that they like the Cheerios, General Mills better. If you really have a diff- big difference in quality, you can buy the, even if the shop, you can still buy the Pasakum. Uh, Cheerios is Pasakum, it's a little, little uh, donuts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's it's, it's Um If the price is vastly different, you can also be making if the price is a few pennies difference, then you have the you know, giving the business to we eat, first of all, and then it's a key to, to have that. Um, this is all during the week. But I always encourage people, first of all, to buy Jewish because it's a big Indian in Stocker. And second of all, most of the time, it's not a huge difference. Um, again, it depends how into your food you are. We discussed this Thursday night, Wednesday night. Um, many people feel it's a huge difference. I can't tell the difference. Maybe you'll say I'm out of Raya, but um, the, all the cookies, they, uh, they, they taste the same to me. Entenmins, by the way, if you would, Entenmann's according to the fresh stuff we get in the stores. We have five or six Hamish bakeries servicing the Muncie community and the New York community. Uh, they're all fresh. And Entenmann's, by the way, the only reason it's still fresh is because there are more chemicals in there than in a mobile gas station. Um, or Exxon. I don't want to pick on one over the other. Uh, so, it's a, <laughs> so, um, so you can kind of, so, so if you're stuck and you're on a business trip, you're in the airport, and the only thing that happens at them is they're not selling, uh, not selling wise, but it's okay. So then it's, it's certainly mutter. Certainly, certainly question has the first item. If you don't have, you don't have. But keep in mind, the shop says there is an Indian to try to be mouthful if all things are relatively equal. Okay. That is for the weekday. Now, do you have our comment? Oh, yeah, it was a small comment. Actually, it's Jewish bakery. Seem to be very famous among Goyim, meaning have a reputation of. Are they? Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, I think. Look at, look at what those Jews are eating. Really? Yeah, okay. I've heard this kind of I, I second the motion. I second. I think we have excellent. Number, one, uh, number two, probably in, in the variety of Indian would probably beat everybody by about. I think we beat everybody in the cookies, yes. <laughs> cooks, the cake, the, the cookies and cake also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 And by the way, a point to the shop, if you're buying something healthier, which comes to the regular you, by the way, somebody asked me the other night, how do I know when it's Pasi Sroll or Yosha? I'm going to tell you General Klan will cash for some packaging. If it doesn't say it, it ain't there. Okay? So anything they can advertise, they advertise. So if it's Pasi Sroll, they're going to put it there, because they're paying for that. And if it's, if it's, I had a company in Buffalo, New York, on my way to Toronto, I did an inspection, an initial inspection on this company. Uh, I, I didn't want to go, because the, the call, the application I got, the name was, if I remember, one of them, I had a few in Buffalo, one was Father Mulcady's uh, Pizza Bread. Named it after, I said, where'd you get a name like that? It's named it after some TV show, I don't know what he was referring to, maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> strangest thing, strangest thing I ever heard, because the, I asked him if he, Father means a Galaf, so I said, are you religious? He says, I'm not religious, I'm a priest. <laughs> I said, okay. So the rabbi is making a deal with the priest over here. And, and listen to this conversation. It gets better. So he says he wants, he, wants, uh, he wants an OU. So I said, okay. Uh, why do you want an OU? He says it sells more, which is typically why they want it. It's not for religious purposes. And he's from the wrong religion. So why would he, uh, why would he want it? So I said, okay, where's the plant buffalo? I usually didn't make the initial inspections myself, but I happened to be going to Toronto. So I uh, figured I'd stop by. I, besides, I wanted to meet the guy. Uh, because of the second part of the conversation, he said, Rabbi, before you come, besides the OU, I want the OU plus. So I said, which OU plus? We only have an OU. He says, no, no, the premium. He kept saying, the plus, the real good stuff that sells, and all your Jewish neighbors, even the very Orthodox. So I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. I said, you mean Yashon? He said, what's that? Okay, it wasn't that. I tried to explain to him what it was. He says, no, never heard of that. I said, do you want it? He said, no. 
course, he didn't want it because he won't be able to sell all year round uh, unless he stocks up. So I finally figured out he wanted to be, uh, not only he wanted to make pizza, but he wanted to be Tassi Sra. So when I finally described to him what that was, he wanted to be. So, um, so most things, most OUs, again, it doesn't say it, it's not Tassi Sra. And um, he wanted to put on the thing, he said, I want those heap of letters with that. He knew the whole, <laughs> I wanted to say Tassi Sra. So uh, I said, okay, if it's going to be now, we have uh, a pool of Apatisro, which everybody agrees. They use the pool of Apatisro, also Apatisro, multiple. If you just do any tikkun whatsoever, you light the pile light, that's already good enough. It's not Apatisro, we use it also, but there it's much more, it's much, 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 much bigger cool. So, um, so I remember that, um, that when, I went to, um, when I went to see the, the shop, a very interesting guy, and he... Uh, I was there for the inspection. I wanted to discuss the pizzas. He wanted to discuss religion <laughs> in general. It was a very strange... Uh, so I tried to get out of there as quickly as I could. Uh, but he had... It was a very interesting shayla that came up there, which is, which is tricky. He had a tunnel oven. A tunnel oven, if you're baking pizza or brownies or anything, it's a long picture with kishmokahu. It goes on a belt, and it goes to a long oven, and it bakes throughout the process. And underneath the oven are a thousand tiny little flames. And you raise it lowered as, as needed. And um, when I got there, that's why I went. I wanted to see what the setup was. So he had a, he had a belt going through. And then I told him that in order to make a pasta stroll, we need the rabbi to light the pilot light. See, he said, I don't have a pilot light. I just have these. I turn it on. I got these million burners. He said, can, can you just light one of those underneath? So um, is that okay? Is that not okay? So there was a big machlekes. I, I, I was not convinced it was okay. There's a big machlekes in the office about this. Very interesting machlekes. Many times, of course it's okay, I can throw, throw a toothpick into a fire and that's enough to make it a kosher fire for Pasi Sro. What? What was that? What about Pasi For Pasi Sro, it was not worked by Bishri Yisro for Pasi Pasi Sro, I think they buy into this even for Pasi Sro. But for Bishri Yisro, eating out for Sfarim in America is an absolute disaster. All the restaurants are controlled by Ashkenazim. I don't know what got into them. Uh, but uh, most things, uh, most bishis all take care of the pilot light also. And the pilot light, even for Ashkenazim, it's like the last bottom sheet in a Ramah, and the author Shulchan says, even Ashkenazim is not possible. Like, it's a big kula. Sfaradim cannot eat, and any real Sfaradim, but not Tinan Kishanish by Ben Ashkenazim, should not be eating any of these restaurants, because these are, these are a real uh, problem. But Unless you have Mashkir on site, it's turning on the fire each time, which is, uh, you know, sometimes the case. What? Right. It works for bread. It works for bread. So, um, Sfaradim got to eat something. Got to eat bread in this country. So, um, so um, he, he showed me the tunnel oven, and it. Oh boy. Um, okay, uh, let me just finish this, and then we'll continue this tomorrow night. Um, so the flames were all separate flames. So sometimes that's nowhere. So probably not. You throw a toothpick in; it's adding to the flame, adding to the heat. Why not? Others time an interesting love this, and I'm not so sure this is wrong. Others time that you have to machshir the fire. It has to be a chelik of the fire that's ultimately going to bake this thing. And if it's one little flame out of a thousand that's going by quickly and this is not really baking, then that's part of the fire. That's the question. And this is an afkamina because the star K relied a few times and they couldn't get a pipe light going. They relied on, it's a real chap, Rabbi Hanneman. He, he said, just screw in a light bulb in the chamber. And that's good enough. Now, Mechaira, he's right. If the light bulb adds heat, it adds about as much heat as a toothpick in a bonfire. Right? So you screw in a light bulb. Have a rabbi turn, screw in the light bulb, and it's in the chamber, and you're good to go. And there was a whole firestorm, excuse the pun, over this, because they said, well, that's not a chalik of the fire. So I kept saying, who said there has to be a chalik of the fire? So it doesn't say prayers one way or another. 
Uh, the Oyez position is, does not work. Uh, we have the same problem over here because I had a tiny little flame. You can be machalic, this is better, this is part of the group of flames. It's not a side light bulb. You can make this case somewhere in the middle. But not all heat sources are created equal. That's, that's the shine. So the Heidemann held it was the same, and the OU uh, did not accept it. They didn't go with it. Um, so this is the Sunni Pas Yisrael in a nutshell for Monday, Sunday through Friday. The question is, is it different on Shabbos and Yantif, and what's the Raya? Mitzvah, we'll start that. Take a look for us upstairs tomorrow night before you come down here. You might be